Everybody, it's Tova from Operation Tube Top, and it is Tuesday night. And I'm sorry I didn't do one yesterday. I was out for dinner, so I didn't get a chance. And uh, uh, on Thursday, I will be uh, publishing the episode with uh, David Beaver from the Beaver Brewing Company. So stay tuned for that one. This uh, episode is going to be a little bit about my science ball experience. So this was the third time I've attended the science ball. There have been four in total in Vienna. And I was kind of introduced to it through my friend Chelsea, who is a scientific writer. So she's much smarter than I am. And she introduced me to my now friend, Oliver, who organizes the Science Ball. And if you've listened in the past, you would have heard about, um, you would have heard the podcast episode I did with him. I think that was back in November. So I have fully recovered from the ball, but I have not recovered from my cold, as you can probably hear in my voice. I might have to pause a few times to cough. This seems to be um, happening every few months. I am happy to say that this is not, I'm not super sick. It's just a, just a cold. Uh, so let's get started. Uh, earlier this evening, I got home and the kid and I were watching uh, The Bubble Guppies, which I have talked about in the past. I actually really like this cartoon. Uh, I don't watch much TV nowadays, but I do watch a lot of cartoons, and this one is probably the best. And I saw in the credits at the beginning saying that special guest was RuPaul, and I kind of lost my mind because I was like, RuPaul to me has been an icon since I was a teenager, and just so fantastic to have it in a kid's show. I know that in, I think, mainly in Canada, they do these um, uh, kind of uh, drag queen readings in libraries for kids, which I think is just such a fantastic initiative. And I know here at the Art History Museum, they do tour uh, tours with uh, lovely, fabulous ladies, and I would love to go to that one day. So that is on my list. And if people have an issue with it, uh, I apologize that you cannot seem to accept people who can do fabulous makeup better than I can. So anyway, uh, that was a total segue. I just was still kind of excited about that cartoon. So the kid is back at school after almost two weeks off, and he had a shot two weeks ago, or two shots, and so he was sick from that, and then somehow he ended up with bronchitis, which I wrote about in my blog, but he's been such a superstar these past two weeks, no cabin fever, he's been totally chill and relaxed, so I'm so proud of him. He was actually super excited to get on the bus today, because he probably was like, I'm so tired of these people, I need to see other people. And, of course, next Monday is the semester break, so he'll be off for a week again. Oh, it is hard to be working parents. Um, what's coming up this week? So on Thursday, I'm going out for dinner with a friend, and I think we're going to the new pizzeria in the 5th District, Pizzeria Randale. So I'm looking forward to that. And then on Friday, after work, I'll be meeting a friend for a little bit. And Saturday, I think I'm going out for, with another friend. <laughs> it's a busy couple of weeks, and uh, that's okay. Uh, beginning of January, I was quite low-key. I didn't go out that much, so I guess I'm kind of catching up. But uh, they're not going to be uh, crazy evenings. 
So let's see. Yes, I have a cold. I denied it uh, pretty much since last Thursday. I was already not feeling great, but I was like, no, I'm going to a ball. I am not getting sick. Uh, mind over matter. So I was kind of pushing it aside and uh, giving myself NyQuil when I could. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the day of the ball. So Saturday morning, I woke up. I was feeling not great, but I was refusing to acknowledge it. I, around 8 o'clock, headed to BIPA to get some eyeliner, and then I put my hair in curlers when I got home, and I was like, I'm not leaving the house till I really have to leave. And I took quite a few naps, because as I said, I wasn't feeling great. And then at 4.30, called a, a cab, and a taxi picked me up, because so I was going to my friend uh, BB's, um in the 16th district. So, uh, I had my ball dress, I had all my uh, accessories and, uh, my hair was done, but not my makeup. So I get into the cab and the taxi driver can immediately tell that I'm obviously not Austrian. So he starts speaking to me in English a little bit and then he switches back to German and I quickly say, Oh, I'm from Canada, you know, cause it's always a good starter. And so we have this long conversation about immigration policies in Canada and in terms of acceptance of, um, immigration and foreigners. And, uh, we start talking about Justin Trudeau and he's like, you know, I heard that Justin Trudeau is a homosexual. And I was like, no, no, he's not. He's, he's married. He's got two kids. Um, no, he's not, he's not, uh, he's not gay. And he's like, oh, it didn't matter. You know, um, even if he's a homosexual, he's a good person. And I was like, yeah, it's crazy how that can happen. <laughs> the guy was actually, um, he was a very sweet older man, but, uh, I applauded him, uh, for, uh, for trying at least to be a little bit woke, I guess in his own way. Um, but he was very sweet and he was, was kind of blown away when I told him about in, in Canada, if you're a policeman and you, you wear a turban that can be, it's okay. And, uh, you know, Canada's not perfect, but we, we try to do a lot in terms of, um, integration and acceptance, even though we still have a far way to go especially with our First Nations people. But anyway, uh, we're, we're, we're doing better than a lot of other countries. So that was kind of a fun 20-minute conversation in the cab. Uh, and something, um, he asked me how often I went back to Canada. And I said, you know, unfortunately, probably just about once a year. And I can't really travel with my son because uh, I, uh, he's autistic and it's hard to travel with him. And it was, uh, the way he responded is something I've actually never heard before. I've heard... I'm terribly sorry, which I'm always like, it's, it's okay. You don't have to apologize. He's a great kid. But he said in German, alles Gute, which is like kind of like saying almost like good luck, but it, it's hard to describe how he meant it, but it, he meant it in a really lovely, lovely way. Excuse me, I'm going to cough for a second. <coughs> but I actually was very, very touched by the way he said it. And it was just a very sweet way of him saying it. And I was like, gosh, we've totally bonded on this, uh, on this drive over. So I showed up at my uh, friend's place, and there were a couple other uh, girls and women there. And I did my makeup at the at the dining room table, and we had a really good time getting ready. And then it was time to put on my dress. And, of course, the zipper, it does, it fit, but the zipper was quite difficult. So I had two young girls pretty much putting Vaseline on the zipper, trying to get me into it. And they were very cute. So they're like, don't worry, you fit into it. It just isn't going up. And I was like, that is what every girl needs to hear. Thank you. So the dress was on. I looked at myself and I was like, kind of like a busted disco ball hybrid troll with the pink hair. I wasn't, I really wasn't feeling my look. Um, so I apologize that I did not take really full body pictures of myself. It was, uh, 
it's, you know, something I'm dealing with and I'll one day get there. But yeah, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy with the way I am projecting this evening. I should have stuck to the safe black dresses I usually wear, uh, preferably with um, a cardigan. Uh, so yeah, we, we had some dinner. We had Vietnamese kind of spring rolls, which probably I should have eaten more of because it would have soaked up the alcohol. Plus I was battling a cold. So all the forces were against me that evening. Uh, we took a taxi and uh, Bibi and I went into the mayor's reception. She invited me along. And it's always kind of thrilling going in because it's this kind of room across from the ballroom. It's a private, large room. And you have to do a little bit of a red carpet uh, with my friend Oliver. So that's um, very terrifying for me who hates having my picture taken. But it was uh, nonetheless a, a fun experience, as always. And then there are free drinks for an hour. So it's like we need to get those in. I spotted a friend uh, who I hadn't seen in quite a while. And she was with her partner. And so... We kind of stood at the table and talked, and I decided that I was going to do a one-woman show. And then I was introduced to um, a woman who had visited, who was visiting from the UK. It was her first ball, and we were sitting at the same table, so I was kind of in charge of making sure that uh, she was okay. And uh, she she ended up being absolutely lovely, and it was nice to to meet a new friend that evening and we sat at the table and I was like, I'll get the first bottle. You get the next bottle. And I was like, I'm the worst person in the world. But we had a really, uh, a really great time chatting. And then of course I saw some people I knew. I saw one woman, one woman who I hadn't seen in about a year since the last ball. And I had of course a crazy story to tell her. And it was hilarious because I'm telling the story and then her boyfriend's like, Oh, the waltz is starting. We need a waltz. And she was like, I'm in the middle of a conversation. And I was like, no, go waltz. So she waltzed for a few minutes. Then she'd come back and then I'd tell more of the story. And it was quite hilarious. Um, So drank a lot of wine, uh, saw some more friends. I kind of was talking to, I think everybody. I was like, hi, it's like, I never go out ever. This is amazing. I go out all the time, but I act like I don't. And then I think it was around 1130. And I said to my new friend visiting from the UK, I said, you know what, we're going to the VIP section, let's go. So we, uh, we made our way across the dance floor, uh, narrowly missing people, and walked up the little steps to the little VIP, not little, the little area of the VIP section. And of course, there wasn't really anybody there at that point, but it's a great view of the, the ballroom and the dance floor. So ended up talking to a few other people, and I was introduced to a woman who was one of the guests for the, for the ball. And she's from New York, and uh, she helped create the science march. And, uh, she also is Jewish. And I was like, of course the two Jews and a sea of Gentiles are going to find each other, especially in Vienna. So we had a really good time talking and I was already a little bit loopy at that point. So apologies to her about that. And, uh, we had a great time. I ended up talking to another woman, uh, who I think she was in her fifties. I don't know, but she was just one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. I think wine helped as well, but I, she was and I was just like, I couldn't get over it. I'm like, God, you're gorgeous. And her dress was fantastic. So, uh, I was, I was on. And then suddenly I think the clock struck 20 past one. And I suddenly was like, I'm not feeling great. I, I think I need to go home. And also as most of you know, I've been kind of on this vegan diet for the past month, save for a chicken burger, but I had a frozen cheese pizza waiting for me in the freezer. And I think the call of that the not having much to eat for dinner, um, which was my own fault, and the many, many, many glasses of wine, and of course the cold, 
uh, I just knew that it was, I had to go. And I actually looked at a WhatsApp message that a friend had sent me. She was like, Hey, we're heading to the, you know, we're heading for one last dance. You want to join? And I was like, no, I can barely walk. I mean, walk. So yeah, it was one of those. And I got home and threw on the oven, um, somehow got out of my ball dress cause I couldn't unzip it. So I don't know how I got out of it. It's still okay. Uh, I have to check for holes or any ripped marks and ate my pizza and then just passed out exhausted and uh, slept for a few hours. The kid was great. He slept in a little bit. And then mostly on Sunday, I was like, I'm going to have um, a macaroni and cheese for lunch. I'll probably have some more pizza in the evening. I'm just going to um, die slowly. Uh, but yeah, lots of naps. And uh, yeah, otherwise by Monday I was pretty much recovered in terms, besides my cold. Also, because I was such a chatty, chatty person on Saturday, I made um, dinner plans. So I ended up meeting the uh, uh, woman that I mentioned before, the other the other Jew from New York, and uh, we made plans to go out for dinner. So we met after work on Monday, and uh, I took her to Bretzelgrub, which is one of my favorite kind of traditional Austrian restaurants in Vienna because it's so, it's such a beautiful little place. It's, I think it's from the 1400s, the 1500s. It's a former bakery. It's just lots of little arches. It's a, just gorgeous. I love the place so much. And uh, waiter was kind of, you know, typical, mm, not hostile, but, you know, he's got the schmay, uh, but he was lovely because I'm so used to that now. And, uh, yeah, we had a good time talking and uh, realized that, you know, probably similar, uh, background in a way. And she was very funny cause she had written me earlier in the day and she was like, um, I can't find anything that's like a bodega. Like they have in New York. I'm looking for a specific magazine. And I was like, Oh, you have to go to the tobacco. And she's like, where do people get like, pretty much she was asking like, where do people get like chocolate bars here? And I was like, ah, I never really thought about that. And then I wrote something like, well, it offsets the fact that alcohol is so cheap so there's a balance you can find you can eat it's easier to find alcohol than it is chocolate uh, in some places um she also mentioned that she was so surprised how expensive coke was coca-cola i'm not talking about the other stuff so uh yeah it's it's always great to see vienna through people's eyes even though she'd been there before briefly to the city it was nice to see someone love the city as much as i love the city and the thing that was very funny is that we're sitting at dinner and i just see Lots of people coming in um, throughout the time that we're there in traditional like Dirndl and Lederhosen outfits. And I'm thinking, what is going on? Like you see it once in a while, but not to this extent. So I just kept thinking about it. And then as we headed back, I kind of was taking her towards her hotel. I looked into the windows of Schwarz and Kamel. Zum Schwarzen Kamel, and there were tons of people in like fancy uh, kind of tracht, as they call it, traditional Austrian wear. And I'm thinking, huh, what? I didn't. What, when did this happen? What is this like a Monday night thing? This is new. We have a new government. This is what they're trying to push on us. And then I was like, oh, it's the it's the Jaeger Ball, uh, which is the Hunter Ball, which I've actually kind of always wanted to go to because it seems like um kind of a fun thing. But I do need to get a better dirndl because mine's a little bit like cheap um in short so um yeah that was uh it was kind of neat to see and um yeah the city is great this time of the year and again the science ball was as always spectacular uh you can't 
beat their god house. Like I know the Hofburg, which is the other palace, or is the palace, is gorgeous and amazing and beautiful, but there's something just so surreal about um, the god house, especially their ballroom. It's just, it's neo-gothic, but it's, it's just so incredible. And the science ball does such a great job of creating a wonderful atmosphere. It's not stuffy, but it's still formal and it's fun. You have such a mixture of ages, I think, which is really important to foster a better atmosphere. I didn't actually get to see the debutantes at all or the Cavaliers. Um, it was just the kind of, I was busy talking to people. And of course, the mayor, Mayor Hoipel, who is retiring in a couple months, was there. And the new mayor was there. And uh, I sadly hadn't really researched who the new mayor was, but he was there. And uh, yeah, the thing that's also so great about the science ball is the fact that it's a kind of homage to education and to the sciences, to evidence-based um, things. And while I will never be a scientist, I don't have the intelligence or the attention span, it's such an important thing to um, continue to push. And I think Vienna does a really good job in recognizing not only science, but as well as the arts. And I hope this city doesn't change um, in that, uh, in that uh, area. Uh, it was funny because when I got home this evening, I was talking to the nanny and I was like, oh, yeah, I went to the ball on Saturday. And she's like, oh, yeah, all those protests. And I was like, no, 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 I didn't go to the one on Friday. Um, they probably wouldn't let me into that ball. Um, I went to the science ball. It's very, very different. They don't protest the science ball. So I hope that's cleared up because I didn't want her to think that I would have gone to the one on Friday, which I will not go into much detail about. Anyway, so again, uh, I saw a very funny posting on the Science Ball Facebook page. I guess somebody just a few hours after the ball had written, can I reserve tickets for next year? So it is a happening place. Uh, tickets sold out really fast this year. I think it's become one of the most popular ones. And uh, I hope next year that I actually don't just stay in the ballroom, that I travel a little bit, but I was I was busy um, being fabulous, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, a friend did reassure me that I was, I was okay. I wasn't uh, too over the top, but next time I think I'm going to um, hydrate a little bit and hopefully not be battling a cold as I am now. But as always, so much fun and uh, my feet are not busted up because I think I sat a lot <laughs> and uh, yeah, just magical. I just love it. And I think this year, because I'm not going to any other balls, I was truly able to just let loose and enjoy it. Last year I had three big events within a couple of weeks and I was, I was exhausted. So, uh, yeah, yay balls. I can't wait for next year. I really can't. I think, um, yeah, definitely one of the best balls in Vienna. So I'm going to slowly end this podcast because I need to take some NyQuil and head to bed. Uh, I have a long uh, day tomorrow at work and then, uh, eventually the weekend where I have other plans, but nothing too crazy. So as always, thank you for listening. Share if you can. Uh, my Operation Tube Top Facebook page just needs six more likes, and then I'll have reached a thousand likes, which is incredible. Oh, and <coughs> sorry as I cough. I also am really freaking excited about the fact that I am on the list for possible charities of the year uh, for the Vienna Babies Club slash Vienna Family Network. I didn't even know I was up for a possible nomination, so I'd like to thank the Academy and my, uh, you know, you know, God. Uh, no, I'd like to uh, say thank you for people who my 
um, not-for-profit organization forward. It's really exciting. <coughs> oh, my goodness. I will have to go to bed soon. Um, it's really exciting. It's really wonderful because I'm getting a lot of, um, I, I guess, hits on the Facebook page. Also, to remind people to please check the Autism in Vienna Beacon Beach House Facebook page. We have an event coming up at the Cake Tree. It, they are closed on Mondays, but they're opening up for a couple of hours so that families with autism can come and have kind of a safe space to hang out and have cake. So that's really fabulous. A big thank you to Anne-Marie for organizing that with me. And there will be a parent night coming up, hopefully at the end of February. Also, mark your calendars for February 13th. Mosaic is going to be doing another concert, which I will be going to, which I'm very excited about. And, um, yeah, what else is planned? Oh, there's so much, so much happening. Okay. <laughs> and I wonder why I'm sick again. Um, yeah. And I hope I have some other news coming up at some point, but, uh, as you probably have all figured out by now, uh, nothing is predictable in the life of Toba and it's always a roller coaster and I wouldn't have it any other way. So I wish you all a wonderful evening. Thank you a million times for listening. Share some likes, always appreciated. And uh, as I always end my podcast and my blog, I always say, toodles. <laughs>